Hello, and welcome to Read TNG, a Star Trek The Next Generation rewatch podcast. This is Season 6, Episode 16. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. This and is uh, Birthright, Part Bir- 1. Yeah. So we got another mid-season two-parter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, so Birth Part... Birth Part? Yeah. Birthright, <laughs> Part 1, was written by Brian Braga and directed by Weinrich Colby and first aired February 22, mm-hmm. 1993. Yeah. So uh, going into this right away, I didn't look at the title mm-hmm. of this episode, didn't realize it was a part one of two yeah i uh, think i mentioned that this was yeah, coming yeah, up but yeah. i we, we didn't i thought exactly it was still when. i thought it was still yeah. a little and so about two-thirds of the way through this episode i'm like man they're really gonna have to wrap up this one storyline fast yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be really unsatisfying however they wrap this up yeah um, well like yeah. i think this like the way they did it, it was part one was more like the setup for the mm-hmm. wharf stuff, mm-hmm. and it focused more on the data stuff. Yeah, and then part two would be kind of like the, the majority reverse. of them. Yeah, um, yeah. So this is a so it's like strong two story episode. We got a data story and a wharf story. Yeah, the the data story is a little bit more in the forefront than the wharf story, but I think. Like both are like well, they're both. It's kind not really of, in, in a B they're story. They're both in the front. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like two A stories. There's like two A stories, which is very but, rare. But, it's, for, for but the next reason gen. is because there's a lot of like setup to get Worf to where he yeah. needs to be for part two, if, and then to fill in the gaps, they have this which other, I think the data story. A lot like cutting up the Worf stuff with the data stuff was because like between like what happens in this episode and what happens in the next episode for Worf, yeah. that could have just been one episode all its own, right? But it, but without any like interstitial to like kind of like draw the drama out, yeah. I don't think it would probably land as well as and and then you know there's and this then, sort of and the pseudo is, crossover with I don't, Deep Space Nine. Well, that's part. This is well, very that's early in its okay, run. Okay, this is a huge episode. Like this is a ridiculously huge episode. We've got two A stories, yeah. a in a, a like a major breakthrough data story. Yeah, a major breakthrough. I actually, story. to be honest, we introduced DS Nine and the DS Nine characters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is, I mean, this is the Worf Son of Moog episode. I mean, Deep Space Nine had already started airing at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, this is his first, for next gen people. Yeah, this is the first time that anything from it yeah. has appeared on Next Generation. Mm-hmm. So, so this was like, this was like, this was like such a jam packed well, episode. Is, you know, two parter. So yeah, usually yeah. they try to make the two parter uh, a little very, bit more. I was v- like coming off of like I had just edited. Uh, Aquiel, and then watching this episode, like, did you, did you like notice, uh, just like slam back and the, forth. The alien dude that had the information for Worf about the thing. Did you yeah, yeah, yeah. Who that the, was? the wrinkly, te- wrinkly testicle head guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you notice who it was? Uh, no, no. Like the actor? No. I that's didn't. that's James Cromwell. Oh goodness! Yeah. yeah. Oh, I never would have guessed that. Yeah. Oh goodness! He, he's appeared as like a human-looking dude uh, before yeah, already yeah. on. I think it was season two. He was the Ooh. prime minister of the planet where there's the remember the the enhanced right. soldiers that go yep. kind of go rogue because they're not being treated well by their government. Yep. I remember like, that they're yeah. just kind of like used and tossed away by their government. And then, and then uh, so guy. he was like the prime minister in that, and then he like was in this and played this alien dude, and of course famously was Zephyr Cochran in, yes. in yeah. Star Trek: First Contact in the movie. Yes. Um, but firmly in the Star you know, Trek universe, and, yeah, you know yeah. he's. Yeah. Obviously, no, I, I, he's great. Farmer Hoggett and yeah. Babe, yeah. the Babe movies, and yeah. many, many, many other things. Mm-hmm. Great actor, you know, character An actor, actor that's... who can play a caring, loving, yeah. understanding person, oh, yeah. and also play 
possibly some of the worst villainry yeah. you have ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> he's I mean, got he's, range. He's a, he, yeah, a lot of range, and he's done everything from you know like mm-hmm. little appearances like this on television to yeah. big movies. Full movies. Yeah, he played uh, in the movie W, yeah. which is the the. Um, George W. Bush. Yeah, it's the Oliver Stone movie about yeah. George W. Bush. He plays the father, like he yeah. plays George, George Bush H. W. Senior. Bush. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just, I mean, everywhere he's been everywhere, right? Yeah. But but he's done quite a few Star Trek appearances mm-hmm. overall, and so he definitely has a strong connection to the franchise. But uh, I was always surprised to find out that that was him in this. Not so much because I couldn't tell from the... Like, looking now, I can tell, because, like, you know, I just... I if, I, if I went back and watched yeah, it, I'd like, be like, like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, if yeah. that was in your mind... Because mm-hmm. I already knew, yeah, right? right? So watching it this time, I'm like, well, I already know, so I'm yeah. like, I really looked for you the You probably recognize maybe the voice a little more. The voice more, a little the, more. Yeah, yeah. The eyes, you know, really looking past that makeup into the eyes. Yeah. But it still kind of, like, amazes me that, like, he did this role just because... You know, there's not a whole lot to it. It's mm-hmm. a fairly small part. It basically just exists to get Worf right onto the path of, of the storyline. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's not exactly, you know, a demanding part. So, I, yeah. yeah, it's sort of interesting. I don't know. I, th- I feel like maybe he just likes working on Star Trek because sure. he did it so many times. So, <laughs> But, yeah, I actually forgot because I'm actually not or traditionally have not been the biggest fan of this episode or this two-parter. Oh, yeah. It's just, I don't consider it one of the stronger, especially huh. two-parters. Oh. And I'm not a big fan of the sort of Worf side of, like, the storyline with what happens with oh, the, yeah. the Klingons and something like that. Not really a big fan of that story. Um, it, it's an interesting concept mm. that I feel mm. like just didn't pan out as an episode, mm. which sometimes happens. See, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm I, for, I don't remember how this... Yeah wraps up but so. i forgot how in this episode how much of the screen time is actually about the data, oh, the stuff. data stuff yeah. and i actually totally forgot mm-hmm. about the data like dreaming stuff mm-hmm. like i totally forgot that that was even coming yeah see like, i don't even remember that, that part up. i didn't remember the wharf stuff yeah yeah because like when i think about like the whole data dreaming stuff i only think about uh What's the one where he's having the nightmares? Oh right, yeah, yeah. And it has all the weird like where like Troy's the cake and he's cutting yeah, oh, into yeah. it and like all that. We haven't had have we had that episode yet? No, no, because no, that's yeah. a result of the whole dreaming. Oh data right, thing, right, right, right. And where like well, the phone ringing and then like he opens his like, and, and the phone's inside him, and right? It, right and right. it's like this like old fashioned like yeah. you know all that weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like um, uh, I I forgot that they set up the data dreaming stuff like much earlier yeah yeah. and uh and in this way and uh i really enjoyed that stuff yeah it really kind of like made the episode Uh, so much more palatable because mm -hmm. i didn't really like i still don't really like the warp stuff really i mean like they do the best that they can with it that they can like like michael dorn his performance is good Mm -hmm. his whole like conflictedness about like he always tries so hard to be like the good traditional Klingon yeah. values, and his whole thing of like, like no, like my father could not have been captured. That would he would be have the, that'd be the whole most horrible dishonor. Blah yeah, blah, yeah. you know. And then and then and then you know trying to always out Klingon. And then Klingon. when they cross those storylines by yeah. having him and Data have that conversation about you know fathers mm-hmm. and dreams and 
and meanings of things. And when Worf comes to that, and when Worf comes to that realization of like, like he still he he needs to know. Like if his father's out there, he has to find him. Yeah, even if it's you know. Consider. At the very least, he has to figure like the mystery. It's he yeah, needs yeah. To solve he needs mystery. to find out what happened because you know, yeah. uh, and so that was kind of cool. But overall, I just it, uh, I don't know something about that storyline just doesn't do it for me. Oh, yeah. But the, I really enjoyed the data stuff. Um, as I, annoying, as, I love how the kickoff to the data as stuff. annoying as Doctor Bashir can be. Oh uh, well, yeah, because this is still like I I mean what I would cons- I mean I liked you know from what what, what I remember of. What I've seen of DS9. Yeah. DS9. DS9. Uh, As Sean Connery was. When Sean Connery was on DS9. Yeah, yeah. Uh, DS9. Oh, he was just a big fan. Yeah. He's like, like, oh, yes, I like to watch that DS9. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, Like later season, Bashir. To me, this is still very like proto Bashir. Well, yeah, because it's super early. This is like early season one. This is when Bashir was just like super annoying and like kind of looked like a pervert and like (laughs) he hadn't got his look down yet and uh, that what was going on with the hair there and yeah, well, I mean, it's 1993. Yeah, fair. All of us, we had no idea what was going on with our hair in 93. We were recovering from the 80s. It was fine. We just we just we don't like we can't go back to that. Yeah. Um, there isn't enough cocaine in the world. Yeah. Uh, and we were probably like, I do love how the kicker we were is probably, once again we were probably into like the whole like like long hair thing. Right? Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, grunge, grunge era. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, for yeah. sure. Not enough. There's not enough plaid in the world. Um, <laughs> uh, but like the, the kickoff for it is, is once again we will set up an experimental device oh, and yeah. someone is going to stand right in front of it because there's only two ways experimental <laughs> devices get used in engineering either someone stands in front of them or we point them right at the warp drive uh, those are the only two ways. I like the thing like how is there not like a special room that they go I to I like for the this thing stuff? where they're like they're like they're, to me the, the, here this is this is this is uh, the Federation protocol we have to defuse this bomb. We should put it on the bridge when we do it, because that seems like how they act. It's so, it's so someone, irresponsible. Have someone stand in front of <laughs> clearly right in front of him. Yeah, very important. Yeah. Oh, and while you're at it, have somebody stand in front of Councillor Troy. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> it's like there's a device. There's somebody standing in front of it, and then behind that person is Councillor Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, at least she's shielded from the device. Fair enough, yeah. Um, well, because that's something exciting. That's not allowed to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look, she got her one episode this season. Oh, no, it was uh, great. It was such it was a good so episode, good. yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, no, I, yeah, it's funny how, like, <laughs> Dr. Bashir just, like, comes onto the Enterprise, goes to, like, the, the sick bay lab. <laughs> starts fiddling. Just starts, like, fiddling with this machine, and, like, no one questions it until, like, a thing, a notification... Like Data gets a notification. Yeah, like uh, there's something hinky going on in the in the in the medical lab. Like, it's and the like, cards like, don't be using words that ain't got no meaning. Right? <laughs> yeah, and Riker like sends him to like go check it out. Yeah, it's like couldn't we just have like someone pop their head in and be like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, like, yeah. should security go? Like, no... why does Data have to get up in the middle of his job? Well, once again, it shows. Go it shows that do... like one, there is no security anywhere on this ship. <laughs> Which we've seen a million times. I mean, to it's be fair, like, Bashir, it's just you know, a giant free for Looks, yeah, and like, and and, I, and from Bashir's point of view, he clearly explains. He's like, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to. Like, like, aren't we all? Aren't well, we all working together? I think together? he knew, but he just being Bashir well, being Bashir, big Bashir, giant nerd. Bashir yeah. being Bashir, he was caught up in the moment of like yeah. his excitement over like, yeah. oh, the Enterprise has computers that can can mm. handle and analyze this, right? Yeah. And so he he just kind of was excited to the, and I mean 
to be fair, he it's is fine. he is the chief medical officer yeah. of Deep Space Nine. So yeah. it's not like he's just some rando dude. Yeah, exactly. And so I think for the most part, security would have been fine with him being on the ship. But you tell but me there's the nobody that, else in sick. Exactly. Man. That's the part I had a problem with. Like, where is everyone else? Well, I mean, all I can guess is like, well, they're not in the middle of doing anything where I guess anybody's yeah. sick at the yeah, moment. Yeah. So I don't know. It was just one of those kind of questionable yeah. Star Trek y things yeah, that happens. Yeah. So data has to go all the way down from the bridge yeah, all yeah. the time to sick bay. Which of course, I mean, was necessary to get the ball rolling of the story because then of course, you know, he has yeah. the interaction. It and, just and then it's like, oh, this should actually go to engineering. There's a better way to tie that in. Yeah. Now, it's fine because what it does lead to is the really great conversations between Bashir and Data. Yeah. Where Bashir asks all sorts of questions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the Data's very just, sort of human like, kind of... Like, hair, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, like, does your hair and then, grow? And Data comments on it like, like, like oh, like... Those you know, aren't what people usually yeah, ask. Yeah, people want to know about, like, how, like, strong he is and how... Fast like, he can compute. How fast and, he can compute things and, like, his yeah. abilities not rather like, than... Not yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, no, that was great. And, yeah, 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 that was really cool. And because it also gives us some insight into, you know, like... Like data's day to day, like yeah. bo- like body functions, yeah. Um, uh, which I mean, I mean like, we I, knew about the hair thing, yeah, because we've yeah. seen, well, yeah, d- like the beard, the beard, the, the beard and stuff, which was <laughs> great. Data's so good, yeah, and it's still um, one of the best yeah. moments of the series. Yeah, uh, it's it, but yeah, no, that no, that was cool. Like that, that's the thing is, is that you have a strong payoff from mm-hmm. some somewhat of a weak setup. The yeah. set, the, the the justification of like why is Bashir there and why how yeah. does Data go down yeah. to go, go meet him mm-hmm. is weak. But the payoff of that yeah. of their Which, interaction and stuff is I mean strong. I honestly feel like this far into the series I feel that is like that is a next gen like yeah. st- status. Like next gen will like the the first five minutes of an episode yeah. will often be what is ha- why well, are they think, doing this? I think also, followed by a great episode. Yeah, you know? I think also they were trying to save the surprise of yeah. Bashir actually being in the show, like sure. having like an actual cast member mm-hmm. from DS Nine appear. Because I think because the setup is with them obviously just using the sets. They're like, mm-hmm. hey, free sets. Mm-hmm. You know, they they built these sets for this other show, so yeah. now we can just go and shoot in those sets, and yeah. you get a lot of production value out exactly, of that, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, so, you know, they have the scenes with, like, Dr. Crusher and and uh, Picard yeah. going on, on go through the ship. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's the stuff with, um, uh, what was it? It was um, Worf and um, Jordy yeah. at the restaurant. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so you have the, the characters making use of those DS9 sets. And, like... As a viewer, you might think like, "Oh, that's probably they're, they're just shoot, doing some scenes here, and then that's yeah. it, right?" So then, when they they actually bring in an actual DS9 character, or or at the most, you might have thought like, "Oh, maybe O'Brien will appear," yeah, because yeah, that makes yeah. that the was most my sense thought. with yeah. the connection with yeah. Next Gen. They would want to catch up with them, be like, "Hey, Bo- Chief O'Brien, like, how's it going?" You know, yeah. no O'Brien, not on this episode. No, and so by having uh, Doctor Bashir just kind of suddenly there he is. It was like a little bit of a surprise, I think, yeah. that they were trying to like, you know, not give away too quickly. Uh, being that like this is early DS Nine, which yeah. I don't recall any of. It uh, really early, like this is probably got to be. I mean, it's like, within the first few episodes, yeah. equivalent. Was yeah. there a mirror episode of this in DS Nine? Like, 
Oh, is there like, a, is is there a, that same week? Is there a no. corresponding DS9 episode where the Enterprise is there and it's no, all pulled from the DS9? They don't ever do it the other way around. It's too clever. Only too other... clever for that. Time. <laughs> See, the, the kind of thing that wouldn't happen in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. The old closest thing was Captain Picard is in the first episode of DS9. Yeah, as a little bit of like he has a bit of a cameo where he meets with uh, Commander Cisco. Oh, okay. At the end of the episode, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe even at the beginning of the episode, and the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. But um, because there it kind of ties into the whole backstory because uh, the whole uh, Commander Cisco's whole backstory were like because he was serving on a ship with his wife, right? And that's right. They were in the Battle of Wolf Three Five Nine against the mm-hmm. Borg, and his wife was killed. Yeah. And so part of the he's a little bit of an angstier kind of character because he went through this like trauma of like having just recently lost his wife yeah. and been in this battle where all these people were killed and now he's like raising his son as like yeah. a single father basically and of course Picard even though he knows intellectually Picard wasn't responsible for that yeah, yeah. in a way he kind of was yeah, because yeah. it was Picard being assimilated uh, yeah. becoming locutus and then mm-hmm. Picard's knowledge of Starfleet you know defenses and stuff like that yeah. that allowed that battle to go as badly as it did mm-hmm. um, so he kind of blames Picard in sure. a way, sure, like sure. intellectually, he knows that Picard is not the same as yeah. it is not Borg, but like, but emotionally, it's like he kind of, and so there's a little bit of a tension and a little mm-hmm. bit of back and forth with them, um, but that's I think the closest that they ever really come that I can think of. Okay. To crossing over the yeah. other way, that, that kind of crossover and then is of course, a little ahead of, be a little ahead of eventually time. becomes part of the main cast of DS9 right. that's, in that's season four of DS9. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, that's not for a ways out. Yeah. I mean, I guess technically that's only about two years from now. No, that's <laughs> from where yeah, we yeah, are yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because it's post. That's post. Yeah, the basically, because the there's first we're in movie, season right? six of Next Generation right now. Then they have season seven. Then they did Generations, Nations. which is their first movie. Yeah. And then it was after that yeah. Worf became part of the DS9 cast. Yeah. So. so it's like the following season, basically. Yeah. After yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. He basically went like he transitioned from he did seven seasons of Next Gen, a movie, and then. However, four seasons of, yeah. of DS9 yeah. plus all the other next. And then he still was well. in the, uh, the other yeah. Show, yeah. So double tips. Yeah, Michael nice. Doran played Worf a lot. Yeah, um, basically eleven seasons of TV mm-hmm. plus yeah. four movies. <laughs> uh, it's. Uh, it's it's no wonder he's a little bit disappointed that he hasn't gotten to be in Picard. Yeah, he enjoys. <laughs> yeah, he well, enjoys, he's he's always spoken. He enjoys he, being Worf. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. Anyways, yeah. So moving on. Yeah. Moving on. But yeah, so that's sort of the setup for that. So yeah, unfortunately, there's not really a, an other way around okay. that I can recall. Okay. I don't remember any specific um, crossovery type stuff that they did. Unfortunately. Yeah. Other than that. No. I think it was more just like because DSI was it was so early, they were yeah. doing a little bit of that cross promotion because yeah. like I mean that's exactly because Next it Generation is. was already so popular. Yeah. And I'm sure they wanted people to be like, oh, check out Deep Space Nine. And so I'm, I'm sure they probably put in, like, like this is early in its run, so they're like, oh, let's show off what the station looks like. They just, let's have, you know, kind of funny that the, the character they decided to feature was was Dr. Bashir, who's probably, you yeah. know, one of the more annoying characters in the early days. But, but you I know. mean, maybe it was just, a, like, oh, he's who we could get. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could have been... I mean, part of it was, like, it made sense with the storyline. Yeah, sure, it sure. It fit the story they were trying to do, which was mm-hmm. probably why they chose him. Uh, you know, and it also could have come down to a certain amount of availability because, of course, mm-hmm. those people all have their jobs already. So it's like, 
bringing them over is kind of you know mm. is yeah. tricky right so yeah and of course all this leads to data unlocking right they, they indicate that it's sort of prema- it prematurely unlocks yeah. this uh, this this ability from to uh to begin to dream yeah and this is where he starts to doing he's like oh well i'm going to start dedicating actually part of my day to going into a like quote unquote like sleep yeah. and thus letting this part of that aspect of that aspect yeah yeah which is um you know once again allowing data to explore part of human uh, a part yeah. of humanity that yeah know, he well has and of been... course because of his, his nature being so like digital yeah it's so off and on it's so binary so yeah. it's like that kind of like more nebulous sort of thing of like what exactly is like the mind what yeah. are what are memories what are thoughts what yeah, are yeah. dreams what yeah, are yeah. you know well, the, well, it's the like that's something that doesn't he, normally for really... him it's so much more concrete than it is for like a human yeah like because he he's a positronic brain well, he knows how it works yeah so knows, like like with the part like when he gets knocked out by the machine yeah and he has his first like dreaming experience and then, like when he comes, he doesn't even realize that he's too, dreaming. He's like, "Well, for him, like, no time has passed." Yeah, and that's an absolute. Yeah, right. So you can't. And then it's like, "Well, that doesn't make any sense because, like, my chronometer says like such and such time passed." Memory. I have memories of experiencing yeah. these these visions, you know. Yeah. And and that doesn't really compute with the way that he normally yeah understands himself to work. Yeah. And so that thing yeah. of like how it's like. Well, welcome to humanity, Data. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. how it is for us. We yeah. don't really know exactly how we, we our internal work. our internal chronometers are crap. <laughs> yeah, we don't really understand like exactly how it works mm-hmm. for us, right? Yeah, uh, you know, and that's why I mean, there's, I mean, the the amount of, and I think that's the most interesting thing about this episode is it opens up this whole, like, that deeper philosophy aspect of of kind of, you know, the nature of consciousness and. Mm-hmm of mind and spirit and like it's like no wonder people throughout history have come up with all kinds of like wild theories about things and and believing in like the soul and yeah, believing yeah. in because it's like it's really hard to like yeah. really nail down mm-hmm. like how exactly our minds work and yeah. why they work the way they do mm-hmm. and how we experience why we experience things the way we do yeah. and that's just being human i mean yeah. you ultimately you eventually just have to accept like well, I guess that's just yeah. that's part of the package. Yeah. But for data, who like I say, is like used to things being very absolute, very yeah. digital, very yeah. ones and zeros. Well, when you can, when you have, I mean, when you have perfect memory of everything you've done, yeah. And it, like it, there's just no, as yeah. well as perfect understanding of exactly how you yourself works. Yeah. Like yeah. he knows how his mind works yeah. and how his, you know, and so when this other element is introduced mm-hmm. and it brings in this uncertainty, yeah, like that's awesome yeah. that's so interesting yeah you know and and then um well it's the kind of thing that data's been pursuing it doesn't for so fundamentally long, right? change him no but but at the same time it kind of does yeah. in a way you know what i mean like like he's not going to suddenly start acting really differently he's no. still data it just it just it just allows him his, to understand his day-to-day what to be a human is more yeah his day-to-day know? things aren't really going to change he's mm-hmm. still data he's still mm-hmm. but like at the same time, it brings in this element that's like, wow, like that's very, yeah. very impactful. Mm-hmm. And of course, always fun to see uh, Spiner get to play. Oh, soon. Else. Well, not just, or just other soon, characters. Because the only other time we've seen him actually playing soon was the super old soon. Yeah. Where he had like the old old man makeup and stuff. So here we get to see him just as he is mm-hmm. uh, with no special makeup, 
which is cool because the the vision that Data sees, of course, represents Soong like when he was young. Mm. Um, so that's always fun because it's always fun to see Spire get to play like other things, and he always feels so like like comfortable because he's like 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 the way he acts yeah. as when he's playing like a human character like like a Doctor Soon like notice like Doctor Soon he actually acts a lot more like lore yeah like a lot of like smiling mm. and kind of like good humor and kind of warm like like well, I wasn't going to say warmth but that's not really what I mean because yeah, yeah. obviously lore is you know yeah, a murderous yeah. psychopath but but like but that sort of like that that humor and that kind of like you know it's it yeah. humanness mm -hmm. uh is obviously very much what he's like but as data he has to completely suppress all that in order to play that role and so when you get to see him do other stuff i mean we recently had of course uh a fistful of datas yeah. where you get to see him playing all the different like western trope characters and stuff you know, I'll pop my paw is gonna never yeah. you know, and that's fun. So like anytime you get to see Spire doing these other kind of like alternate characters is always fun. But it was particularly fun here because you get to see him just as himself, basically, mm -hmm. like with no special makeup, no you know extra accessory, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and they did a really good job of like some of the like some of the shots where they're interacting. Yeah, they did a really good job. There's that good one, that one clo super close up where yep. it's just their faces on either yep. side, and they're actually like grasping hands. Which of mm -hmm. course, I mean, it, you know, that's not that yeah, hard to you do. Could, you, 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 have do you have like hand doubles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have hand doubles coming up and stunt hands. You know, stunt hands. <laughs> like it's not that hard to do, but it was well crafted. Like yeah. it was well the composition framed. was was it was well, well framed. It was well the, yeah. the 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 join was done well and it, mm -hmm. like the split, and uh, yeah, it was real. It was real good. Um, Find out years later that. Yeah, it's like twin. a twin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, secretly even doing. I mean, it's been done. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, every time, Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like in Terminator Two. Well, because both Linda Hamilton and the security guard. Oh yeah, yeah. Right when there's the security guard at the hospital, mm -hmm. and they have the thing where the two thousand comes out of the floor. Yeah. And then it comes up behind him, and then puts the finger right through, through his, through eye, his yeah. eye thing. Those are again, those are two, two twins. twins. That's crazy. Basically, any time that you see like two of the same person. In the same shot together, that's not a visual effect. That's just yeah. they use twins, yep. which was, was easy. pretty it was clever. It was way easier to do that back then. Yeah. Um, uh, it, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And so then on the Worf story side of things, yeah, yeah. we've got Worf gets a report from this guy. This, this yeah, this uh, alien dude, the the James Cromwell character, character, like I mentioned, basically offers you know that he knows what happened to Worf's father or whatever. Yeah. Or, post cause, cause, post Kittimer. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the story has always been that he died, yeah. you know, fighting uh, Romulans and Kittimer, the Romulan yeah. attack on Kittimer, and you know, Worf is all, and so like it all now, comes back to Kittimer this, now over this, and over again. Now this this guy's like, oh, but like, no, actually, you survived, and so you know, Worf eventually gets the information that you know there, there's this camp that supposedly mm -hmm. these Klingons that were taken, you know, prisoner were put in, um, and then so yeah, so you get he goes yeah. there and so they, they, the they thing, set up a mystery here yeah the thing that kind of bugged me was i hated how the alien dude is like is like uh you know it's a camp a prison camp on a remote planet and then like two seconds later he's like 
It's it's very close to here. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, is it remote or is it close? Like, well, I mean, it's remote compared to other things. Yeah. Like Deep Space Nine was remote. I know, right? I know. It's you remote know, but, compared to like yeah. the Federation, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. but like, yeah, yeah, it just. But it was just the way that they put those things so yes, close together. It's way like, too close I'm together. I'm like, yeah. well, is it remote or is it yeah. like right? I noticed that too. Plus, yeah. also, wow, like how convenient is that? That yeah. like something that ties into. Warp's backstory sure, happens sure. Coincidence to be super close yeah. to Deep Space Nine while yeah. while they're while they happen to be there, like, yeah. mm. isn't that nice? But you know, yeah, yeah. stories, yeah, they got to make it fit somehow. Yeah, um, but yeah, and then like when he gets there, and then there's the whole thing of like, well, it's it's a well, it's I mean, they people... don't really explain it. Too well, no, much I mean that's like, it's it's really just like the lightest touch of. Of yeah. setting up the basically because he runs mystery. into like a very young like Klingon woman like a. Mm-hmm girl basically yeah yeah and uh who's confused by yeah and, he, and she's she's like oh you're clean blah blah and he's like i'm here here to rescue you yeah yeah, you yeah, yeah yeah i'm yeah. luke skywalker i'm here i mean Worf. i'm here to rescue and and then well short to like, be a clean like, oh, i'll take you home and she's like i am home like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know so that's the first kind of like okay what's going on here uh and then and then he meets like with that older guy yeah uh, who, who like who was like, friends with his dad. dad and remembers him? Yeah, and they have a whole f- discussion and stuff. And then it's the whole sort of like. But they go out of their way to be like, like, look, like we can't really explain to you what's going on yeah. here, and and which is always one of those. And of like, course, but because he presses the issue, and yeah, then it yeah. becomes like, oh well, you know, because he's like, I'm I'm gonna take you away and yeah. stuff, and it's just like, well, no, you can't really leave. Also, yeah, <laughs> yeah well, because you can't have it. Yeah. telling other yeah. people about it, right? Yeah, but they don't really fully. Say, I mean, I don't know how much you remember. I don't remember nothing out. about how this episode. Okay, so I won't say anything then because out. I don't want to ruin yeah. like the full explanation. Yeah. But I'm sure you can kind of get an inkling oh, of yeah. what's going on. You know, well, because I mean, I at remember, the very least, they I remember s- some of the like like post this stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. at the very least, they do set it up somewhat in the fact that. Worf talks about how you know, like Klingon, no Klingon would like accept, like, oh, yeah. like 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 just being like a prisoner. Like, yeah, like yeah, it's like you, like, you die in under, battle. Like there's, or there's, like if you're just there's like, a situation you don't understand. Being a prisoner would yeah. be like the greatest dishonor. Yeah. So that could kind of get the bells turning that like or the wheels turning of like, well maybe yeah. maybe these Klingons don't want to leave because like the shame of like yeah. the dishonor would bring. To them and their families mm-hmm. by the fact that like oh they've been imprisoned all this time yeah it's you know well it's it's that but, but of course there's more even yeah. more to the story that we it, won't get to it's also always two. hard like whenever warp says x y and z about klingons yeah because it's just like well that's how warp thinks klingons well, be because then some klingons will show up yes. and they're all like warp i know we have talked we have talked about that before we have talked about that before like the thing is is warp is, like warp is like warp klingons is, as like yeah. by the book warp versus... is right in terms of the fact that yeah. like those are the traditional values yeah. and stuff like that and those yeah. are what are generally i mean and, and coming from his background there is it's very little, understandable but yes he, yeah. there is some wiggle room like <laughs> yeah, yeah. like not all Klingons are a hundred percent fully dedicated to like yeah, yeah, the Klingon yeah. lifestyle, yeah. but like that is sort of well. What I think it is, is often is Worf uh, has trouble reconciling how you can be devoted to the Klingon lifestyle yeah. and take advantage of the wiggle room yeah. without like bringing shame upon your family. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, when Worf sees everything, Worf and sees and it and very black and white. Yeah, and it know? is a slippery slope because you know. there, well, for sure there well, is, a point. and there's been stories about yeah. that of you know like, exactly. There's a point yeah. where you can be like, well. When, at what point does the wiggle room just become like the like, standard? Yeah, yeah. a corrupt, sure, sure. you know, yeah. like just. I mean, you know. it's it's one of those like that that whole like how Worf feels about Klingons versus how Klingons 
often are. Yeah. And like, like there's a whole allegory in there yeah. that's not about Klingons. Yeah, it's, it's about people in general and, yeah, and it's rules actually and society. It's and, actually and pretty stuff. well done you know, a lot of times. Uh, yeah. And, you know, how... You know, they keep it kind of just subtle enough yeah, that, it's, yeah, that it's, yeah. they don't bash it over your head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which, you know, um, keeping things smartly subtle, often not the strength of a no. show, well, many TV during this era. Yeah. And so it's actually impressive that they do so well. And I think a lot of that goes into, like, uh, luckily, like, you know, against how I remember it being, yeah. a lot of the Wharf stuff, is actually written way better than I remembered. Yeah, and, some of and, it. Some yeah. of it, not so much. Uh, I mean... I, I remember it mostly being a disaster. Yeah. And... and it, well, it was, there's no question it gets better as time yeah, goes yeah, on. for because, sure. Because, like, sure. they weren't quite sure. Yeah. Like, because a lot of the sort of, like, heavy-duty Klingon stuff and traditions mm. and, like, developing the Klingon um, culture and how Klingons and stuff like that, that is something that is largely done through the lens of oh we now have a klingon as a main character yeah so that gives us a lot of like we have a good reason right like previous iterations of star trek there was never really going to be that much exploration of klingon yeah. culture and character well, because the adversary well that and also just never main characters right yeah and uh again i mean not to like harp on the whole deep space nine thing too much but like when Worf moves over there, like it's even more so because they get to continue that development mm -hmm. that they did throughout Next Gen to have even more deeper like yep. Klingon stuff, and um, so yeah, it gets just sort of better and better as far as that goes. Um, uh, because yeah, I mean, some of the early Klingon or yeah. some of the early Worf stuff and early Klingon stuff was a little bit more. Yeah. It definitely like none of it was as bad as I remember because yeah. I remember like early on when we were doing the series, I was like. Oh no, Worf episodes yeah. coming up, and then I was like, "Oh, actually, pleasantly Worf, surprised." Worf, this actually was Worf, Worf fighting He-Man villains on the holodeck. Yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> well, it was on the holodeck, so it doesn't count. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, Worf versus Skeletor. Who? <laughs> I remember that part of Star Trek. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. All right, uh, so I guess we got to put a number on this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna give this. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode, pretty yeah. much top to bottom. I'm gonna give this one a nine. Wow. Uh, I really liked this episode. Um, I thought the data stuff was fantastic. It was, and I and I liked where they were, like what they're setting up with, yeah. with with Warp. Well, here. I, I'm still not like well, you, you seem to be a fan of this one. I, See, here's where we're gonna go like reverse. I'm gonna watch how this resolves next week and be more disappointed, and you'll be better. <laughs> no, I doubt it because oh, okay. I always pref didn't really like the war stuff in this oh, that okay. much, but. I mean, I'm still gonna go eight. Okay. Well, that's, uh, so I'm just gonna go a little hard lower than yeah. you. Um, I just I feel like you definitely and, and it's great to see because so many times we've had episodes where I've been like, kind of sad that like oh you clearly did not enjoy it as much yeah. as me or you just didn't really mm -hmm. it didn't kind of click for you as much. Yeah. And and so like to have one that's kind of a little bit more the opposite like yeah. ah that's fine once in a while plus it's still really good. Yeah. And it's better than I remembered. Yeah. And that's the important thing like. Going back and seeing an episode where I'm like, like, oh man, this is gonna be like one of those real sort of like, nah, just kind of, just gotta I, I, get it done, just gotta watch it. I was just, and I actually liked it a lot more than uh, I remember uh, like ever liking it. But like I said, I forgot that part one was really more leaning towards the data stuff. Yeah. So I actually quite enjoyed that, um, and I really liked that data stuff. And the wharf stuff was, yeah, it was okay. It worked. It wasn't. It doesn't. It's not my favorite stuff, but it worked. I just, um, I think one of the biggest things I also just appreciated how, like, 
chock full this episode was with just like not wasting my time. Yeah. Not it was a well you know like laid out. This is this is you regardless of like like the actual like story or topic, this was like um episode composition yeah at i mean because it's happened before where we've had two parters yeah where the first part has been like mostly like set up yeah and you're like like really i just oh, have to sit well, through like the, a whole episode well, yeah, of setup a whole episode to get setup to the episode and, that you really want like, to see and yeah. like no or super weak b story yeah and so you're just like part of this i'm i'm not convinced it's yeah, gonna pay off and just, the other part of this is yeah, just wasting and if my they time just trimmed yeah. a little here and there they yeah. probably could have made it one episode right yeah and so to have an episode uh, two part that's kind of like that, mm. but it actually feels like worthwhile, mm-hmm. you know. And putting that data stuff in here is really what made that work. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Because yeah. either one of these would not have lasted as an episode on their own. Well, they they would have put but it they on wouldn't their have own. Be as strong. And then they would have had some real lame like yeah. Death Star they wouldn't B be, story. They wouldn't be as yeah. strong. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I, plus also incorporating the DS Nine stuff. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah, great. which was yeah. neat. You know. Yeah. Still feel like it was kind of like a shameless like oh. cross promotion kind oh. of thing, but like it's okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, I'll allow it. <laughs> Same well, well I know that um, uh, it's funny because I was joking about like oh free sets, you know, because yeah. it's like those sets were already built for DS9, yeah. so they could just go over and sh- film on them. Yeah, but uh, they actually there is actually an instance where because um, on Deep Space Nine they had the the main sort of uh, they had the the runabouts as they called them, right. which were those little ships that were yeah. like. Kind of like they weren't the shuttle bigger craft, than but shuttles, were, yeah. but like smaller than like a starship. Mm-hmm. And those were the ships that they used to kind of jaunt around to like where they, yeah. if they need to go from the station to a planet or yeah. vice versa, you know, they would use the runabouts. And uh, one of the things they did is on Next Generation, uh, there's an episode, I think it's next season or it might be late this season, but I think it's season seven. Uh, there's the episode you might remember it's the episode where it's like everything gets like frozen in time oh yeah okay or, yeah. and time starts being all wibbly wobbly uh-huh. um, the, in that know. episode uh, the next gen cast like our characters yeah. like like Kevin Picard and I think uh, I think Cancel Troy's there and somebody else um, they they're actually using like a DS9 style runabout as like to, to basically like a shuttle to okay they're trans. They're coming from like some, you know, some big conference or something like that. The usual, you know, it's always coming back from a conference, you know. And usually they would use a shuttle, but they actually used a runabout for that. And uh, they built a set um, of like the back compartment that's like the living compartment oh, right. of yeah, the yeah, runabout, yeah. which never existed on DS Nine. Like it existed, but, but they never used. But it. like off screen, like and they never because they because they couldn't afford to build that set. Oh. So what they did is they the, built it on Next Gen's budget. budget because they had a lot bigger so much budget. More, that's so because brilliant. they were the veteran show, right? So they built it on that budget so that they would have it, yeah. and then they never used it again. <laughs> so, oops. Yeah. Oh well. So somebody forgot to inform the yeah. DS Nine writers that they had this set available. To yeah, them. I mean, eventually, because eventually DS Nine they introduced the Defiant, right? And then that became yeah. their main. They pretty much abandoned use of. The runabouts, the runabouts to a large degree once they had yeah. the defiance. So, yeah. all right. Well, that's it for this week. Yeah, yeah. we'll be back next week with yeah. Birthright Part Two. Until yeah. then, I was about to say, I was like, oh, I wonder what's next. Week. Oh yeah, great. <laughs> right. We still have Part Two of Birthright. Literally Part Two. Yeah. Literally. Uh, until then, I'm Chris. This is Emmett. Cheers. Bye bye.